Hello, everyone. Welcome to Coaching Survivors of Domestic Abuse with Karen. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I love it when you sign on. That means you guys are getting some value out of my podcasts, I hope. This episode, we're going to be talking about the power and control wheels. And I'm not sure who's familiar with those, but I will help you to get familiar with them. But before I do, I just want to see how everybody's doing. I hope you're all having a good month. It's now September here, and we're going to be heading into, uh, well, I live in New York. I'm not sure where you are, but in New York, we're heading into fall. I'm not sure that I'm ready for fall yet, but um, it's coming whether I want it to or not. So even though we felt like we got cheated out of the summer, because there wasn't any way to go out and have fun over this summer. I'm going to look at it as a valuable lesson moving forward. And I think it'll just make everything else better that we're going to be doing. So let's dive right in. The power and control wheels. What does that mean? So there are two power and control wheels. One is violence and one is equality. So these wheels were uh, derived from the Domestic Abuse Intervention Program in Duluth, Minnesota, D-U-L-U-T-H. And I first learned about these when I first started working as an advocate for survivors of domestic abuse. And um, somebody told me about them and how they were now I see that there's a lot of other ones, but how they were, you know, originated in Duluth, Minnesota, and that there are uh, many other ones now that I see that have come about for different types of wheels. But for our purpose, we're going to talk about the power and control and equality wheel. So for all of my survivors out there, you may know what this is. And I'm posting something, I'm doing my Talk It Out Tuesday, this Tuesday. So that will be the 8th of September. If anybody, um, if you're, obviously you're probably, well, you might, you might hear this before then. If you hear it before then, hop onto my Own Your Power, a Women's Tribe of Survivors Facebook group. And you can uh, participate in the live that I do every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, I do Talk It Out Tuesday. So this week, we're going to be talking about the power and control wheel. So I also have another group called uh, Professional Women Survivors of Abuse. And I'm going to kind of talk about the fact that a lot of the women I'm coaching are professional women, women in leadership roles, uh, women who own businesses, but that are still suffering with what they went through in their abusive relationships or unhealthy relationships, I like to say. So what is power and control? In your mind, what does it mean? Are you in control of your life or are your past thoughts controlling you? And a lot of times it's our past thoughts that are controlling us but we think we're in control of our life. But you might only be in control of what you think you can manage and all the rest of it's being controlled by your past thoughts and feelings. So the power and control wheel has these different parts to it. And I'll just, the one that is power and control has, let me just read these to you, using intimidation, using emotional abuse, 
using violence, I'm sorry, using isolation, minimizing, denying, and blaming, using children, using male privilege, using economic abuse, using coercion and threats, and using intimidation. So that's what's in the uh, wheel for a power and control. Now, under each one of these, it'll say, for example, using intimidation, making her, oh, hang on, making her afraid by using looks, actions, gestures, smashing things, destroying her property, abusing pets, displaying weapons. So under each one of these, there's an explanation or, you know, kind of a list of things that happen, right? Now, on the flip side, there is the equality wheel, which I love because that is where we want to be. So let me just find the information there. Okay, now the equality wheel is the nonviolence wheel. So those consist of non-threatening behavior, respect, trust and support, honesty and accountability, responsible parenting, shared responsibility, economic partnership, and negotiation and fairness. Okay, so, and then back to non-threatening behavior. So underneath each of those, they list all the things that consist of nonviolence. So I want to break these down. And I think on my Talk It Out Tuesdays, I might just take one chunk of that wheel at a time and talk about them. But for the purpose of this, I want to know how you all feel about the power and control wheel and how it affects you. So my guess is the abusive relationship or unhealthy relationship that you were in has shaped your world up until now. <clears throat> and then you have things that are happening in your life because of what happened to you in the past. And I want to prove that what happened is could be used to your advantage. So the power and control wheel, where it says using intimidation, that equals fear. Where it says using emotional abuse, that equals loss of self-worth. Using isolation, that equals paranoia. Minimizing, denying, and blaming, that equals lack of validation. Now, um, these might be resonating with you as I'm saying them. Using children, which equals loss of control, loss of your control over your own children. Using male privilege equals your loss of your power. Using economic abuse equals giving up. You feel as though you're giving up. Why bother, right? And using coercion and threats equals fear. Again, so we started with fear, we're ending with fear, and it's all about fear. That is what abusers like to instill in you. Now, the equality wheel says that non-threatening behavior equals, in my mind, I say equals sense of safety, right? So non-threatening behavior makes you feel safe. Respect equals regaining your self-worth. Trust and support equals owning yourself. Honesty and accountability equals trust. Responsible parenting, in my mind, equals responsibility. Shared responsibility equals co-regulation in your life, which means you are not doing it alone. Economic partnership equals shared optimal understanding. And negotiation and fairness in a relationship equals being true to oneself. 
So how is this affecting your life now? How is what happened to you affecting your life now? My guess is it's causing you a lot of problems. Now I have a, a lot of women that I've spoken to that are in leadership roles, they're in professional roles, they own businesses, but they are stuck in an area of their life that's making them feel less than and not worthy. And it's hard to believe because you see a woman who's running a business or maybe she's a public speaker or she does all these things, but yet in, on the inside, she's dying. On the inside, she feels inadequate or she's triggered easily. And maybe some of you are nodding your head right now. Yep, that's me. So how is this affecting your life now? What is holding you back from moving forward? Really think about what are the things that are happening. If you could go through your day and point them all out and be like, well, you know, I got up this morning, I was feeling really good and confident and I was, you know, getting ready for my meeting or having a team meeting and, but then something will have happened and you really need to identify what was the thing that happened? What was the thing that was said? What was the thing that caused you to have a trigger? Once you identify it, it's easier to manage it. When we were in the abusive or unhealthy relationships, we lived in survival mode, right? For the most part, you were living in survival mode, just trying to survive the relationship. We did what we had to do to make it through, right? We never knew what was going to come at us day to day or moment to moment. You just don't know what that person's going to be like. You don't know what's going to happen. You just don't know what's going to get thrown at you. And sometimes I mean that literally. During this time, we lost our sense of self-worth and we lost control and were filled with fear. And I'm talking about on a day-to-day -day basis. So imagine that over time. And I talked about the compound effect before, how the compound effect of things can, you know, affect your life. So during this time, this was a day-to-day -day thing and your body was being affected by it every single day. But did we lose it? Did we lose our power and control? Think about it for a moment. Just think about it. Being in survival mode made you stronger. You had to survive, so you had to become resourceful. Doing what you had to do helped you become open-minded to figure things out. Not knowing what was going to come at you just made you prepared and resourceful. So you see, even though it may have been the worst time of your life, you gained so much from the experience. Think about all the things that you had to do to make it through. Think how smart you had to be. So your power and control wasn't really lost. It just got mutated into something different. It was the power and control over your own survival. So you learned how to be a survivor. What are you doing with that information? What are you going to do with that experience? Are you going to use it to your advantage or to your disadvantage? Are you going to make this part of the stronger you or the weaker you? I can perpetuate the negative experience and make it part of the reason I can't grow or that I won't grow or that I feel stuck or I stay stuck. I can perpetuate the negative experience 
by talking about it all of the time and making it a negative experience and perpetuating the fact that it happened. Or I can use the experience to show my resilience and that I am stronger now because of it, that I have the resourcefulness to overcome just about any circumstance and to persevere, to continue in a course of action, even in the face of difficulty. That is what we had to do to make it through every single day. And people who haven't been there do not understand what you've been through. And you should feel good about that, that you know what happened to you, you understand what happened to you, and that other people just are not equipped to understand it, which is helpful when you're trying to understand the people in your life and why didn't they come to my rescue and why weren't they there for me and all of that. They're just not equipped. They didn't know probably what to do or what was happening or how to help. But it's all up to you now to take what happened to you and use it to your advantage. You may have lost your use of your power and control, but you have it back now. So really think about that. You had your power and control all along. You just lost your use of it. You were not able to use it in the way that would help you. As a matter of fact, if you tried to use it, probably would have been to your detriment. Think about all the time and things that happened in your life that were wasted. Thinking about it and talking about it just keeps it alive and well. I say this all the time. If you're going to think and talk about it all the time, then put a positive spin on it. Put positive energy toward it so that it is to your advantage, not to your detriment. I just want to leave you with that because we can turn anything around. And for the people who are always talking about that they're damaged and that they're never going to be the same and no one's going to want them because they're a victim and they're a survivor and they're damaged goods, instead of putting all of that energy in talking about your experience and how horrible it was and getting everybody to acknowledge that it happened to you and to agree with you that it was horrible, which I'm sure that they would agree with anyway, put that energy and time and focus into turning it around into something positive. Use it to your advantage. Go through these things and just say, yes, I, I made it through, but now I'm stronger for it. I have now, I have you know, a sense of, I can do anything. I am stronger than that. So really take the time to look up the power and control wheels and reach out to me if you want any help with that, or if you need a better explanation of it, or you would just like some coaching. So I offer one-on-one coaching and my clients and I usually work together for six months and we get through all of the things that are happening in your life. And we talk it out and we find where you're stuck and we put a plan in place to move forward because we like to be future focused. So if that sounds good to you, reach out to me any way you want, karenmessina.com or get on Facebook and just message me. Um, but remember your power and control is not gone. It It's not lost forever. You're just not using it. And now you are in control and can start using your power and control to your advantage. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for jumping on with me. And I hope to talk to you all soon. See you next time. Bye-bye. 